On Friday, November 13th, I was number five in line and sitting in a car waiting to get a COVID test, listening to the governor of New Mexico over the radio. And as I heard her voice and I was watching the workers testing people, wearing their face shields, their masks, their gowns, it really hit home that we are living in this dystopian sci-fi future that I don't think any of us ever really wanted to live in. It is not a strategy out of the White House. Congress isn't going to act fast enough. We have to do it. And I'm doing it. But New Mexicans are going to see it happen everywhere. And we have more at risk. So you bet I'm not going to take unnecessary risks because everybody else is behind us for New Mexicans. It's just not how I'm going to roll. From Protect the Pack Productions at the Turquoise Trail Charter School in Santa Fe, New Mexico, my name is Chris Eide, and this is The Hypothesis, a show about what it's like behind closed doors making decisions about whether or not to open up school in the middle of a global pandemic. Earlier in the series, we talked about the virus, actual and perceived, and how sometimes the perception of the virus can be more challenging to deal with than the virus itself. Now, while we have been fortunate to not have to deal with the actual virus at the school, there have been several instances in which the suspicion of the virus has actually entered the doors at Turquoise Trail. Over the past many months, I know many of us, myself included, have gone through this sort of mental calculus when deciding whether or not we would be in the company of a person or go to an institution. For me, that has meant listening to the way in which people speak about the virus, sort of gauging the actions that I perceive them taking. And if they're more likely to be somebody who, you know, is on the side of denying that the virus exists or, or that the sort of ramifications for the virus in a public sense are just not so serious, I am dramatically unlikely to find myself in the company of that person. Same thing for institutions. If they don't seem to be taking it seriously, I will not go there because I view those people and those institutions to be unsafe. And uh, in this time, no matter how close, sadly, not worth the risk. I know a lot of other people in this position have had relationships that have suffered. I count myself among them because of this position. But the hope is that this does run its course and that we are able to get back with some of those friends and loved ones and go to some of those places that we're used to going. Our school is one of those institutions that I know people make judgments about, make that mental calculation about before coming to the school. And I think that perhaps fairly or unfairly, our school gets lumped into the broader notion of school itself, a place that you see sometimes on the news from different places around the country where kids are gathering without masks, where adults are gathering without masks, and you hear about COVID-19 outbreaks uh, emanating from. Our school has not been one of those places. We have had the virus come close to the school, and by that I mean family members uh, of our students uh, occasionally coming down with the virus, but 
No one up at the school has had it. This still doesn't mean that we are free from the role that suspicion plays, the role that the virus perceived plays. Today, I'm going to introduce you to Nurse Jenny. Nurse Jenny is a mainstay here at Turquoise Trail. Many students and families have come to rely upon her medical judgment and her kind care for kids as part of uh, what makes Turquoise Trail great. The challenges though this year for Nurse Jenny and our medical staff have been obviously unique and she has taken to a different type of role. Our principal of the elementary school, Christy Berg, is calling me a private investigator and suggests I quit nursing. This, of course, is Nurse Jenny. She's going to tell us a little bit about the way in which she deals with suspicion. One of those ways is through contact tracing that she seems to be doing relentlessly these days. Now I'm just doing constant contact tracing. We've got teachers letting me know when they become aware that somebody in their class, even if they're remote, we're still kind of keeping track of that if the parents are um, willing to talk to me when I call. And that's just good to know so we have overall statistics when we get through this. But of course, the main contact tracing are for the kids who have been here. We had kindergarten here, I think maybe 10 days or so. We had special education small group, and of course we've had our CYFD childcare. So that has kept me very busy. There's been a lot of contact tracing to do. And of course, one thing that doesn't often get spoken about with regard to contact tracing is the way in which you do the contact tracing. You can simply make calls and act in a black and white manner around the data and the facts of the matter. But when you're talking about people and you're talking about the perception that they feel as though other people are having of them or institutions are having of them, it becomes a little bit more delicate. Um, you have to be very tactful. You have to remember these are people's private lives and they don't like to spread information that they're afraid that's going to get passed around. I'm more concerned about the people who are what they call within the household because that means they are physically living in the same home, the same rooms, the same kitchen, sometimes same bedroom, bathroom, and that's where the spread happens. So we have to be on top of particularly the within the household um, positive cases and to make sure we get them quarantined before they come back to school and pass an exposure, not even knowing they're sick yet. And what I do is I just start with the probable exposure, like mom has been exposed at work and she needs to go in for a test. Fortunately, so far it has worked out that once the parent becomes aware that they worked with somebody positive, they keep the kid home. <laughs> they have. The parents have been really open and honest about that, which thank goodness. So our students have stayed home and then when I find out that mom's test is positive, there are certain tracking per the protocol for within the household exposures or a positive case that you backtrack so many days from the date of test or onset of symptoms. You figure out the infectious period 
And luckily, our kids have not been here because of a weekend or the parent had held them out. And that's why we have not luckily had any cases here yet, any positive students. It's only been family. So I interviewed Nurse Jenny on the morning of Friday the 13th before I went to go get my COVID test, the test that uh, I had reported about earlier in this episode. And during the governor's uh, speech or public health notice that you also heard in the beginning of this episode, she shut our state down for two weeks or told everyone that they needed to shelter in place. Our school continues to operate as normal um, because the order didn't impact us as we currently are. So across the state and here in Santa Fe, Santa Fe Public Schools is also closing back down on November 20th. So it seems as though we are heading back to the place where we started back in March, whether we like it or not. Despite all this bad news, however, this has been a profoundly creative moment. We have been forced in some instances to adapt the way in which we instruct students, the way in which we interact with our community. And in this case, our community has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. A few weeks ago, actually about a month ago, I, I advertised for uh, roles here at Turquoise Trail, knowing that we wouldn't probably have any, or maybe many, but to see who would turn up around the world. This next week, I'm going to introduce you to somebody we met halfway across the world, and we'll talk to this person about what it's been like for them amid this global pandemic and the gift that it really was that uh, we were able to come together during this time. I hope that you all stay safe and stay well. Keep washing your hands and keep wearing those masks. It's so important for our schools. Take care, everybody. See you next week. This podcast is brought to you by the Turquoise Trail Charter School, Santa Fe, New Mexico. A special thank you this week to Nurse Jenny. We appreciate all of the great work that you're doing to keep us and our school community safe, as safe as we can be. Until next week.